Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. These marriages are not perfect. But all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It is Wednesday, the 19th of July, 2023. It's Simon here. It's Laura over there. Hello. And this is Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life the podcast. Thank you to everybody who listened to the last one, which went out last Saturday, but feels like it went out half an hour ago to me. <laughs> are you, how are you feeling? Oh, it's weird, isn't it? Because I thought I was starting to unwind. I've been saying that to people. Oh, yeah, finally starting to unwind. Today, I'm feeling... You've started to rewind. Stress. What's the opposite of unwind? Upwind. No, wind. <laughs> I <would laughs> imagine wind is the opposite of unwind. Yeah, and that's because we had a couple of days of stopping thinking. Yeah. Which was lovely. And then the thinking started again. Yes, I've I've opened my book and looked at my to-do list. There it is, the wind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, lot to talk about, but a bit of tension. We left it and we were going to half Christmas. Yeah, so we went and did half Christmas at our friends Laura and Roger's. Yeah. We've hosted Half Christmas every time, mainly for us, but we've had people come along. And I think Laura and Roger have probably been to as many as most people. Yeah. And they asked if they could host it this time because we wouldn't have our stuff. Yeah. And I had this weird feeling on the way down there. So we are in the Voco Bonington Hotel. We're sitting there now looking out the window. I don't like driving to where Roger and Laura live. Greg, our friend, used to live there. It's called Mira. If you're not in Dubai, it's out in the desert. It's what used to be desert. And from our old house, that was about two-thirds closer than we are now. Yeah. And even from there, I used to hate going. (laughs) Because there's one roundabout that's a bugger to get through. So to go from here, bear in mind, 
I don't know if it was a night or two before, I had to drive to the same place pretty much because Betsy decided on a sleepover that she didn't want to do a sleepover anymore. So at midnight, you gave me an elbow and went, go and get her. Yeah. So we set off from here. We've all put as nice clothes on or whatever nice clothes we've got left. Yeah. From packing. And it was the first time I had washed my hair post haircut. And that's always the test, I think. Now, every woman nodding vigorously at the the podcast every man going huh what this is a thing is it (laughs) men have no idea about this oh well especially if you go for a new hair style it's like if you can do it yourself then it's all right sword but this hairdo is much harder work like i can't just tie it back in a bun i'm just gonna pop to shop i'm gonna put my mic down and pop to (laughs) shops while you talk about your hair for 45 minutes i'd mostly swatch dried it then i'd done the ends with the curlers I thought I'll get ready and then I'll leave them on just in case I want to do any touch-ups. The last minute, just before you walk out of the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Touch-ups. Anyway, I don't know if we, we did the podcast or what. Something happened. I got distracted. We're in the car and I had that feeling. I had that feeling of... But you didn't have that feeling when we were in the car park in the car. You had the feeling once we were out on a dual carriageway... As far away from being able to do a simple turn round as possible. Yeah. That's when you had the feeling. Yeah. It was a case of, do we keep going or do we turn around or do one of, like, do one of us come back? And I had said, look, I'll come back. I think we would have been adding 40 minutes. We're already a little bit late, which we never are, but we were a little bit late. And it would have added 40 minutes to that from where we were to yeah. come back and go yeah, again. Yeah. So anyway, I literally had that sick feeling to my stomach because I thought, I think I've left them on. I think I, I was 90% sure I'd left them on yeah. anyway. By the time we got there, another 20, 25 minutes in the car, even without talking about it, I think we'd both been having silent conversations <laughs> with ourselves. <laughs> and see, this hotel is owned by our friends. Yeah. And the thought in my head was, it wouldn't be a very nice goodbye to burn the hotel down. No, no, that yeah. wouldn't go Thanks down. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks for how everyone's treated us. You've been amazing. It's been lovely knowing you and working with you. Sorry about burning down the top 20 floors of the hotel. Yeah. So yeah. we get to the house. And most of these things, by the way, do have automatic switch-offs. Yeah. So we get into the house. We get into the villa. We are greeted by our friends who've made a hell of an effort. They've got a Christmas tree up. They've got fairy lights. The table looks amazing. They've got a log fire on the telly. Classic. And I know we're not going to be able to relax. Yeah. Unless one of us goes. And I also know that the person who should go, even though he's absolutely nothing to do with this, is me. Right. And I'll tell you for why. A, it gets me on in the good guy column. Yeah. Which I I really struggle to get into that column, don't yeah. I? Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. Really struggle. Yeah. All these people who are out there now going, he's such a nice guy. All these people leaving me messages. He's such a nice guy. What a great guy mm-hmm. he is. As far as being a long-term husband goes... Very difficult to get into the good guy column with your wife. So I'm thinking, uh, this will get me in the good guy column. Yeah. If you go, that's an extra hour of conversation I have to do on my own at her. <laughs> and even though... There's the, the real reason. I've not finished. That's reason number two. Go on. Right? Good guy column, an hour less conversation of awkwardness, even though they're some of our best friends, I yeah. still feel awkward. I get an hour in the car on my own, which I love. Because it's podcast time. Yeah. So I listen to Ellis and John for an hour. So there's three reasons there. Off I trot, get back to the hotel. I got little Betsy Pearl messaging me from the party where you are. And she's like, Daddy, are you there? Is it all okay? 
I'd just pulled up outside. So I Googled hotel fire, oh. like you do. And I instant, I said, I think everything's fine and sent her a picture of a hotel that looked very similar on fire from the outside. She fell for it. I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, but yeah. Again, anybody listening, refer back to my early comment about me being a good guy. <laughs> this is the truth. So I come in and guess what? The curlers are still plugged in. <gasps> dun, but... Dun, dun. They have got an automatic off switch, so it was Good a bloody wasted journey. There you go. Anyway, we had half Christmas. I will say this, we have to talk about, and I think you've told me not to talk about this, expectations at someone else's house when you're eating. Because everyone's been to our house, and I wonder when people have come to our house, what they've thought about, is there something we've not done? You know, have you got the right food, have you got the right drinks? Well, Honey was really hoping for cauliflower cheese. And they delivered. And they delivered. Yeah, that was that's Honey's like big thing she likes on a roast. So she was very happy. Now the great news here is, these guys like us are veggies. Yes, and they so, did some gorgeous starters, by the way. They did a mushroom pate starter. Yeah. Beautiful. And on the whole, a ten out of ten afternoon and evening. Yeah. However, no stuffing. Oh, that's your thing, isn't it, on a roast? Love a stuffing. Yeah. No Yorkshire pudding. That was Betsy's. For me. It was beautiful. Oh, no, you know, if you're eating at somewhere... I always say this when we go out for a roast. When you go for a roast in a restaurant, no matter how posh, we, we go to the scene, Simon Rimmer's restaurant, they do a vegetarian roast, but it's not got everything you'd want on it. Yeah, and I've since discovered that um, Rog loves bread sauce. Now, we never do bread sauce. So when he, whenever he's... I don't put, know if I've ever seen it before. Well, it's a weird one, bread sauce. It just looks like... I don't know, a sludgy sauce to me. Yeah. But that's something that he always likes on a roast. So he's come to ours plenty never of times. Never had it at ours. We've never given him that. So he'll, he'll have that disappointment when he's come to yeah. ours. To draw a line under this. Yeah. I don't care, but isn't it a thing? Like in future, it would make me want to say, look, is there anything you'd be really disappointed if it wasn't <laughs> on your plate? That should be a question when you're doing something maybe, like this. Maybe, maybe. And again, I came away with a proper belly full. Oh, was I wasn't disappointed. It was lashed. fantastic. It was last Good fun. Speaking of food, mm-hmm. let's talk about hotel breakfast because we're getting a breakfast here every morning. Some mornings we don't go down because it can be a bit much. I think I mentioned on the last podcast that occasionally I'll find myself eating a paneer curry for breakfast and <laughs> spicy noodles. And I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Do you think you can judge nations from what they've got on the plate in a hotel? A little, yeah, a little. I mean, I look like I'm European, like... Continental. Yeah, I go for the continental. But I look like Brit abroad. Shaved head. Yeah. Plate full of beans on toast. Yes, you do. We had, I mean, I don't know what country he's from, but I'm going to call him a door Nazi the other day. See, I missed this because I'm already doing... I have a very specific prep at the hotel toaster and I do it every time I get in. <laughs> but by the time I got over to the table, you're sitting with your back to an automatic door to the outside world. Yeah. And I was aware that when I sat down, the door opened. Yeah. I was aware of it and I saw them look. Your arse has got special powers. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, oh, that's annoying. So I was considerate. I moved across as far as I could yeah. on the table. Like, there was no other place for me to go. But I, yeah. And I'm, I'm sat, like, really still, like, thinking, I don't want to keep setting that off. That's going to be annoying. Yeah. Anyway, it did go off again. And he got quite irate. Shirty, the bloke was yeah. shirty. Yeah, and he just turned to me and went, can you move? Like that at me. And I'm like, 
where do you want me to move to? Like, I, I can't move anymore away from the door. Like, I'm literally on the edge of the table as it is. Now, there's two things here. I understand it was annoying yeah. that the door was opening because it was annoying me. But perhaps he could have said it in a totally different way. Perhaps he could have said, look, I'm really sorry. Would you mind moving up a bit? Yep, or... yep, yep, yep. Or move to another table. So by the time I get over, I just hear him saying it. Yeah. And I catch it. In these situations, like if somebody splashes your kid in pool or something like that, you become like you're on a David Attenborough. You want to kill whoever's saying it. Yeah, but then With... the mum, the mum was looking down. Oh, so she's she's, she's like embarrassed. She's thinking he's being a knobhead. Yeah, he's, he does this. He's being a knobhead. Yeah. So I come over, David Attenborough, thinking, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna rip his throat out just for a simple. <laughs> Nobody talks to my wife, and I'm grumpy and tired, and I'm like, I can sort this. Yeah. So I just get the waitress and I'm like, please, can you stop that door from opening? She clicks a switch and then I'm like, it's that simple. <laughs> you know, I'm saying it to you, but I'm saying it loud enough so this dickhead knows. I know, I know. And that that is that thing, isn't it? It's like, perhaps, we've talked about this before, like, it's the way you talk to people. Perhaps you could have just asked me politely, even though I'd already moved. Or... You have a bit of a laugh about it. Oh, that's annoying, isn't it? Yeah, it's annoying. Let's see if we can get it sorted. Simple as that. Yeah. I haven't found out what room he's in, but I will. <laughs> I'll find him. And I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> More hotel fun is you've done your second wash in the bath. Yeah. This is how underby we are, right? There are laundress, laundress. I don't mean money laundress. I mean, it is Dubai. <laughs> There are laundrettes, not like in England, where you go and put your money in and you sit there in your, in your boxer shorts watching it spin round. Yeah. The ones here, come and pick your dirty clothes up, take them away, they come back and they're all pressed and they look like brand new clothes. Obviously, you don't want to be sending your smalls, your little pants and stuff, because we're saving the mucky ones for OnlyFans. I've you know, nice, already nice. talked about this. Yeah. So we're in a five-star hotel. You've brought a sachet of uh, washing up stuff, dust, whatever it's called, and you've put it in the bath. First time you did it the other day, I got in like in a French wine place, what you do with grapes, and I just walked up and down on all the clothes in the bath trying to clean them. Yeah, like a, like in um like in Aladdin. Yeah, basically we look like Charlie Bucket's family at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> we are the trampiest people. How's it worked out anyway? I never saw the results. Yeah, no, I think I mean I've not checked the pants to see if they're all sniff test. Yeah, I think they'd pass a sniff test. I don't know about the rest of it, but anyway, they've given us another wear anyway. But do you know what this reminds me of? Because you have no point of reference. I remember my parents, uncles and aunties, grandparents doing things on holidays when I yes. was a little kid. Yeah. And you think, you don't think, you just think this is normal. This is what other people do. Having a wash in the sink, do you remember that on a, in a caravan? Well, I, I, I don't know if I've said this before on here. I've talked to our Martin about it, my uncle. The first time they went up to Scotland with me, they stopped in the mountains somewhere near Perth. We slept overnight, unnecessary, but we slept in the VW camper van overnight. My granddad, my nan, me, Martin, and his shoplifting friend, Roger the Dodger. And we had a wash in the morning in the cold stream. The, right. The burn. We had the wash and the burn. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And it was like getting washed with ice water, like Wim Hof. But you think, oh, that's just normal because it's what, it's your only point of reference. I wonder if when our kids are older, they're going to sit around like we do tell stories about their parents, me and you, and, and they'll be like, and we're in this five-star hotel and she's washing our knickers in the <laughs> bath. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are we just tramps? They're just pro- probably totally unaware I'm even doing it, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, no, it, it is funny. Like, uh, like I've, I've bought myself some washing up liquid so we can wash our mugs. That's another thing. We've thrown out a million mugs at home before we moved out at Villa and then we've packed a million mugs and then we've moved to the hotel and we've bought four mugs so we can have cups of coffee in a hotel. I mean, they've got mugs in the They've room. got the mugs, but they're them hotel mugs. They're not sufficient. Yeah, right? you like a big... Oh, I like a big cup, don't I? And same goes, I, right after this podcast, I'm going down to the pharmacy to buy some nail clippers because we've packed our nail clippers. So I'm going to get some decent nail clippers. Yeah, and talking of packing, we have done the repack. Oh, yeah, we had a day doing this the other day. This is exciting. <laughs> not really, but it is exciting. So you found this place from recommendations called it's called send my bag there's a few different different ones there's a few different baggage companies. and they do exactly what it says on the tin i'd heard about this like people that are taking too much luggage back rather than paying the excess, excess. luggage fee you send your luggage like before you so that way you've got less to pick up at the airport it goes door to door sounds like quite a good thing it's, it's more expensive than i thought it it's, was it's 200 of your english pounds yeah per suitcase well, they're very clever because what on the front they put up to 15 kg, up to 30 kg, two different prices. Now, what we did, we put it so that every case was under 15 kg, so we would pay the lower price. And spent three hours yeah. doing this, Do, moving know, things from bag to bag, zipping it. them up. You standing on weighing scales, yep. then you standing on weighing scales, holding the bag, another classic parent oh, move. We're at 14.4, good, good, right, yeah, oh, that one's 16, yeah. or oh, let's move some across. Your jeans are heavy, put your jeans in that bag. Yep. Then we got it. We got it sussed. Got them all under. This should have saved us £80 per bag. Yeah. So we put them on the website. We put the You have to put the weight, height and length of your suitcase. Yeah. And then you have to put how much it weighs. Yeah. And there's still £200 a bag because... Well, there's a bit of small print that's not obvious where the price list is on the front. Yeah. Which is you have to times your width by your length, by your height, by the weight. So you're times in it all basically. So it's volume. Yeah. So it doesn't go on the up to 15K. No, not at all. It goes on volume. Yeah. And we've only got medium-sized suitcases, by the way, which are not the biggest by any means. No, no, not at all. But they are the same as having an extra large suitcase. Yeah. I think that's real false advertising, you know. That that did frustrate me and made me not want to send my bag with them. Yeah. It did. I feel a bit like that. Yeah. Which has led on to our next dilemma, because one of the other reasons we're sending the bags back is when we get to London, we've got to get down to your parents in the New Forest in a hire car. Yes. So today, this is one of the main reasons the stress has come back, my left arm's tingling again, (laughs) (laughs) is because we get onto the hire car place, we uh, look at the prices, and the only car we can find that's big enough I'm not going about it. It's, a, it's, a, it's in the luxury section. 
Yeah. But it's massive. Well, it's an estate car, isn't it? And yeah. It, um, again, because we're moving back, normally we can we can go hand luggage each. Yeah. This time. Normally do. We've got a big bag, a little bag. We've, so we've got more than the average. We spend two days looking at car hire things. We we nail it down and I book it. Yeah. And then I get a message back saying there's something wrong with how you've booked it. Now here's the problem. Yeah. Because we're leaving Dubai. I've cancelled my credit cards. Yeah, as you do. And in England, I don't have a credit card. I have a bank account, but I have no credit card. Why would you? Because you've not lived there for 18 years. So they've let me book the car. And then I read on a FAQ, Frequently Asked Questions, well, how can I do it just on a debit card? And somebody said, if you pay for the excess, you know that thing that they always try and wangle yeah. off you? If you pay for the excess, most car hire firms will let you do that. Yeah. So I pay the excess. And of course, didn't work. So then do an international phone call to London, to the car hire place. Mm-hmm. It's a 020 number. I get through, and the woman's got a bit of an accent, but London's a multicultural place, yeah. right? Halfway through the phone conversation, I realised that she's just reading from a script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she's gets not, me problem, but she she's not the person who can help. She's not listening to what you're yeah. saying, and it's so annoying. And then she goes, yeah, see, the problem is, in London, what they'll do is this. And I said, hold on a minute, are you not in London? Yeah. She said, no, I'm in the Philippines. And I'm like, well... You're not particularly the person who can help me out then. I need a direct number for the firm in Gatwick where I've made the book. Who understands what I'm trying to say yeah. about the situation. Here's the thing about that car hire company in that airport. You're not going to believe this. It seems they don't have a phone, which is, seems mad for a car hire company to not actually have a phone. <laughs> because the only way she said I'm allowed to contact them is via email. Wow. Via email. Yeah. So that's what I've done. So I've sent this big email and I've tried to make it funny but pleading, I'm like, oh, God, you could get me a right hole here. Oh, we're moving 18 years into Dubai. Please, you've got to help me out here. I love you forever. That kind of stuff. So that they don't just fob me off. And I'm like, I'm happy to leave a massive amount of deposit. I've got loads of money. I can leave you the money. Then you can get me back after whatever you want to do. I've, I've been like that. <laughs> so currently we have no hire car. Yeah. Which, or, if it didn't come off, by the way, I have no idea what we're going to do. Well, the, the, the only options are that you get the, the standard car, which is like a two-door, one-bag car, which comes under the level of car where you're allowed to pay by a debit card. That defeats the whole thing. Because yeah. then, then we're going to have to send... So we need two cars. And then we You're going to have to book one, and I'm going to have to book one, and we're going to have to drive down in convoy to yeah. fit everything in. Yeah, or send more by this send-my-bag company. So... It's like, why, why, why? All this text is one managed to go, it'll be fine. Yeah. And by the way, we have done this before, debit card only. Yeah. And they were a bit narky about it, but they were like, oh, if you pay for this extra thing, you can have it. So they can do it. It's not like they can't do it. No. So we just need them to do it, right? Anyway, let's finish on this. I think living in this hotel room, <laughs> which is brilliant, and I love it, Yeah. has given me, I don't know if this is the right word, I think I have now got, Chronic misophonia. Is it called misophonia? The one where, like, noises and chewing and stuff makes you murderous? Oh, right. Is it called misophonia? Come Uh, on, you know this quiz woman. You write questions on this. uh, Something along those lines. Yeah, go on. Right, apologies if it's not misophonia or misophobia, something like that. You have an extreme reaction to listening to other people chewing or other people's noises. I don't think that's just in this hotel room. No, I've got it. No, you've got it. But what I'm saying is, living in such close quarters to my lovely girls has ramped it up from a slight case of it to an extreme case of it. But <sighs> I feel like you guys yeah. are running some sort of social experiment just to check how badly I've got it. Because these things have actually happened. The other day, Betsy Pearl gets a bag of nachos. 
Now, not just a little multi-pack bag of nachos. She brings the full-size family bag of nachos onto our bed. Anyone who's ever sat on a bed with a child eating knows it's just going everywhere. So that's already got me heckles up. She lays about three inches from me here, just eating dry nachos. Inside, I am... All the pistons are going. Yeah. And I just want to lash out. On the outside, I'm going... Darling, do you mind just moving away a little while you eat your nachos? Is that is that how you say it? <laughs> In, inside. And of course, Betsy's 11 and does not listen to a word her dad says. So she just crunch, crunch, crunch. It takes me about three goes. You're side-eyeing me because <laughs> you know what's coming. I can feel, because feel you, it brewing. Because you're living in a small space with yeah, me. But that, it, the sound is annoying me as well. Yeah. Anyway, then yesterday... I'm sitting doing my diary here in the corner of the room, which requires me to have a bit of silence so I can think and stuff like that. You start brushing your teeth in bedroom, and before I know it, you're brushing your teeth three inches from me here. And I look up at you and I'm like, what are you... I can't write. I think I actually wrote toothbrush in the middle of a sentence because I'm like, all I can think is, she's brushing her teeth in my ear. I wasn't brushing my teeth anywhere near your ear, by the way. Who walks... Out the bathroom. Plenty of people. We are... This is the furthest place from the sink yeah, you can be. You know what it is? I feel like I don't get a minute to myself. So I'm brushing my teeth and I'm thinking, oh, I've got to tell him about that. Right. right. Well, here's the thing. Next time you're brushing your teeth, just concentrate on brushing your teeth. So you're over next to me as I'm trying to write my diary, brushing your teeth. I'm not like in and your ear. Right. You are no more than a foot and a half away from my ear. Oh you my stood God. there in your pants. All these noises. Oh, again. Again. Under normal circumstances, I'd wonder what the hell you're doing. In close quarters, staying in a hotel room together, I'm dying. And I'm like, what are you doing? And then you give me the side eye again. And then today, I'm laid on the bed trying to do this car hire. So obviously, stress level's already at 100%. Yeah, no, the, the car suddenly, hasn't finished. You've done it. We've done all the business. Suddenly, who's this in me here brushing her bleeding teeth again? Nowhere near. You're brushing your teeth in me here again. Right. No. Can we make a deal? Can we make a deal? I'm already struggling here. I'm struggling because I don't like going to... You're so close to me when I go to the toilet, right? So if I go for the toilet, any sort of business that might make any noise in there... I'm like, can we not put the bloody television on or something? I hate that thing of being in the toilet, <laughs> being paranoid of what people... And even though you're my wife, I believe in bathroom privacy. Yeah, yeah. Right? We know. And I and I, like, I don't care about the door being open. No, no, open. you're in there with your knickers down, with door open, plopping away. <laughs> but you've got to have respect for each other. Well, yeah, yeah. The thing about me and you is, I think, compared to a lot of couples... We are a lot closer because we spend more time together. Yeah. And I think we, the fact that we survive that, the fact that our marriage survives it, is testament to me and you. But doing it in a hotel room for an extended period of time when there's a lot of life stress going on, that's a real test. <laughs> they say that about people travelling, don't they? You know, like, yeah. when I, you, you've done travelling before and I've done it before years ago. And a lot of people said, you know, it can be a test of a relationship. Well, and, and yeah, or moving in together. That's, yeah. yeah, it's... And uh, and before I did it, I was like, nah, come on, spill right laugh, you know what I mean? End of it, broke up. <laughs> so trust me. You've also got very sensitive feet as well. Why are you bringing that up? <laughs> That's nothing to do with... I mean, I'm loving it. Do you know what? This is the first time we've had carpets in 18 years. And it is lovely having a carpet. Oh, just walking around, knowing that my bottom of my feet aren't going to be black by the time I look at them tonight. Yeah. It's lovely. So that's where we're at. Oh, we booked the flights. Have we met? We've not mentioned that. We have booked the flights to leave. 
We have, yeah. I've had, so we're on a limited time now. I've had one message from from Natalie Trafford asking when when we're book, yeah. when you know. Oh no, sorry. And 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 Jack came right. We've had I've had two messages from people saying when yeah. when are you going? So we'll be out of Dubai by the end of the month and out of the UAE and back in England. And that'll be it. Yeah. If you had any free cards, I keep having little silent yes. free cards. Yeah, because I think I was putting off booking those flights because of that reason. Because it was a relief to do it. I mean, it was another job ticked off, but it's making it more real. And yeah, I, I'm scared. I'm scared about doing it. And as I've said to many people, and I'm not still not excited to go yet. So yeah. Anyway, it is what it is. We're, we're there. We've got a. Just a week and a half left. That is episode 159 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life. Links in the podcast description if you want to get in touch with us. Oh, it's nice. My inbox is not pinging at all these days. I'm getting no WhatsApps. I I love it. It's weird, isn't it? It's weird, like, I don't know. It's said in the card in our, like, do you know what's weird? Because normally I get a lot of work messages and I get a lot of work emails and stuff like that. So suddenly not having one anymore is bliss. And I said to you, I'm not getting any messages from anybody. And we're leaving country and I'm not getting any messages. And I'm like, it's good though. <laughs> <laughs> but don't take that. If you want a message about the podcast, love to hear from you. I'm not saying I just want you to get in touch generally. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. See you later. The end. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.